0: Cross Country Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 3029274124. Welcome, welcome. This is Real Estate Radio. with Jason Stubbs, your host, mortgage professional, consumer advocate for all things real estate. I'm here for you. I connect dots without looking for handouts. I don't know where that came from, but that is true. Here is the number. Give us a ring. 512-640-9610. This show is uh, just getting started, and uh, we, got, uh, we got lots to cover, lots coming up. Uh, joined by Sean Finnegan, senior loan officer, co-host, Cross country mortgage. Also, Matt Lesher, owner of 1836 Property Management. And, uh, you know, one thing I'm going to say to you guys before we get into it, we were chatting with Matt a little bit um, just before. And, uh, I mean, 1836propertymanagement.com. Go there, check it out. Just while I'm talking, go there, 1836propertymanagement.com. Go there, check it out. But they're your investment partner. Like You're supposed to call these guys before you buy a house. If you're the person that's sitting out there and it's like, hey, um, Sean, you know this guy, Matt, you know this guy, or gal, I don't want to sell my house, I want to lease it. Everybody thinks that it goes through everybody's mind just about. Um, Unless that's the you know first house you've ever bought, you need something bigger. It doesn't matter. You know who you are. You're sitting there right now going, I want to rent it, Uh, but you don't know what you're doing. That's the truth. You don't. And it sounds great, but Matt, give us a scenario to where a homeowner is not in a. I mean, what's not a good position to rent your
1: house? Not a good position to rent your house is um, probably a very expensive house. Okay. Uh, to be honest with you, a million dollar house with a view on the lake. Even six fifty seven hundred. It's debatable. Gotcha. So we can run the numbers for mm-hmm. you, but we've got the experience and the the data to be able to just plug your numbers into a spreadsheet. Uh, we'll provide you estimates on the rental rate, but really you want to know the whole the whole deal, right? Right. So we've got an owner. We looked at this. We've got several this week. We looked at just because it's an ongoing service. There's no charge. Uh, he was losing six hundred dollars a month cash flow. But he was making 12. So not a bad. When we look comprehensively at uh, his projected this year, his last year, and then his last three years, because he's been a client for years, he's making between 12 and 16% on his money. Not bad. And he's looking at selling the asset. Okay, why do you want to sell it? Well, my kid's going to college. Okay, that may be a, a very good reason. Can you make 12 16% somewhere else? Well, that's a, that's a conversation to have with them. But we can actually plug those numbers in for you, let you know what it is or isn't producing so that it, it takes out the guesswork. If you're making two, three on your money or if you're losing money, it's not the right thing to do. There's no questions. But look at the numbers. Don't go, I want to, I don't want to. See what you want to do with the property, then see if the math backs that up. So in other words, that million-dollar house in the lake, that's going to be a vacation rental all day long. That's not going to be a long-term rental that's, that's unoccupied. And how, let me It'll ask work. this.
2: How do you, because I know you, know you started doing the, the vacation rentals this year. Share the short-term rentals. How do you guys come up with the numbers? I guess, or calculate, you know, what you think somebody's going to be able to get over a year, right? Because obviously,
1: absolutely. So it's it's. Uh- evolving faster than anything else that I've seen in our industry, uh, because it's just so new. And so the traditional way is that you go on and look at what your competitors doing. So if you ever worked in a hotel business 20 years ago, 15 years ago, you would literally call around and go, what's your nightly rate? And the Marriott would go $87. You'd call the, the garden in, you go, what's your nightly rate? And you would log it all and keep this historical track. And then you would kind of base it off of that supply demand. And there was a revenue manager position in the hotel. Very similar process that people are doing now on paper or the old-school managers are doing on the vacation. However, there are a couple new entries into the marketplace which are really just getting going, but they work. Uh, One is a company out of, I believe, Germany that does dynamic pricing. It's just a modeling, but it's all computerized. Integrates in your software, everything, if you're really good. Uh, The other is a an industry, trade group, internal aggregation of data that you can cross-reference. And so it really is about who volunteers to share their data, who doesn't. But it gives us all be- – just like the MLS, right? You volunteer to share your data, but you get everybody else's in benefit. You serve the consumer better. So that's now available. That just started actually J1 of this year. That was never even an option before. The dynamic pricing is really interesting because – you think uh, as a as a vacation rental manager, wow, I got this place booked nine months in advance. That's great. And what we found out mathematically is that's the opposite. You don't want it to book until about two to three weeks out, so which is scary. Out. But you've got to wait till all the other supply dries up on a busy weekend. I've been doing now that. Now you got years. the only thing left. But yeah. you got to have the guts to do it, and you got to have the guts to stand behind it because your owners are nervous because it's it's south by weekend. You don't have the place rented. No, we don't. But we're going to charge double what anybody else would. And you've got to wait. So uh, you could get burned on it. It's riskier, but it's computerized modeling. So in theory, it's smarter than us with our guts. We'll see. Gotcha. Now, let me ask you this. Will you guys do short-term
2: management for people that are only going to, let's say, (laughs) <laughs> lost
1: my train of of there. Like, say they're only going to of time, like four weekends a year. No. Right? Okay. No. So it's a percentage business. And so we really need second homes. If you're just going to be out of town for two weekends a year, do it yourself. Why are you even going to bother with us? It's going to be more headache to get set up, the software, wireless locks, wireless monitoring systems, everything else that we're going to require. Yeah. Uh, so that we can actually serve your guest with a good experience, not just take the money and then have them never come back. The other thing is lower end properties until you get to a bad neighborhood or bad schools uh, really do well for long-term vacant rentals, right? Long-term unfurnished. they Entry-level properties, three-twos, cookie, no-brainers. I mean, they're really hard to screw up in the suburbs financially. Yeah. So This is the opposite. So because it's percentage business, nobody wants to rent an entry-level house in the suburbs. People no. want a vacation experience. They want to be on
2: the lake. They want to be on 6th Street. They want to be off Rainy Street. They and, wanna be- and the
1: people with the money don't mind paying it because the whole family's paying for it. They've got jobs. They're here for vacation. they got two weeks a year. They're going to blow it out, and they want a great experience, and they'll pay for it. So the higher-end properties, that's the vacation rental properties all day long.
0: Gotcha, and I mean that makes perfect sense. So, I mean, what what advice can you give on the short term side to the suburban folks? So, let's say you're, you're let's say that you're you're by the domain and you've got a three two with a pool, and you want to potentially do a two two weekends a month. I mean, is that
1: something that's that's doable? Um, it's doable on your own. I don't think any managers are going to take it on for two weekends a month because the the manager needs to control the property. There can only be one chief. Now, it can be you as the chief as the owner, or you can be the manager is the chief but you can't have two chiefs in the village you're, you're trading off too much nobody knows who's in charge and before long the village is dissipated gotcha. so uh, you really need one person these are really good for investment properties or second homes they're not good for primary residences but if you're in that position I would say get with a company that can run the numbers both ways which good luck not many people can do it yeah. both ways they're, you, they're gonna say what they sell you and that's it that's right let me ask you this for people yeah.
2: thinking about buying you know let's say they're thinking about buying a condo downtown to use as a short-term rental sure. What are the laws, or I guess the legalities? Aha! if they want to... I'm not talking about actually doing it. I'm talking about if they want to control who their renter is. Uh, so they don't want the they don't need 21-year-old to. spring breakers no, they coming don't. in. They That's want, the
1: biggest mis- misnomer is okay. is all these things. If someone's going to trash my place, it's going to be a fraud. The truth is, it's not. The people that do this statistically have very little problems. There's travel and there's homeowners or not homeowners, but there's insurance on your tenants that you can charge with each one of these, and the manager should set that up for you. A lot of the management companies self-insure up to 500 bucks per tenancy. But it's our responsibility to screen those people, and we can tell them no if they don't fit the bill. The truth, though, is the, the vast majority do. It's this, um, it's this idea that this one-off event, this outlier, is going to happen every weekend. Statistically, it doesn't. Uh, in Florida, where they have a lot of rentals, the joke is always, it's not the family that comes in who mom doesn't want to cook, so she doesn't use the kitchen. The kids are always at the beach, so they're never in the house, and the house basically sits vacant all day, right? It's the person that comes in and rents at the Snowbird for three months. There's been story after story about the uh, the walkers creating ruts in the carpet and, and uh, linoleum. <laughs> and so they're having to do work to replace it. Because the people that are there long-term are there day in, day out. They use everything in there. The vacation people, they're ordering food in. All they want is some beer, some booze. They want to hang out at the pool. And they want to relax. They don't want to do all that stuff. Yeah, they're not really spending a whole lot of time no, in and the they're, house. They're basically sleeping there. There's, that's, it. that's it. It's a vacation. Just like you go to the hotel, you don't sit in the hotel room your whole vacation. No. But uh, everybody's got that fear, so you can't let fear drive you. You've really got to look at the facts and, and the math. Boy, are we talking about the politics? Or are we talking about? I mean, vacation rentals. Either way, that. same thing. Don't don't be led by fear. Be be led by facts. Figure it out. <laughs>
0: No doubt, man. So if you're just tuning in, this is Real Estate Radio. That uh, is uh, owner of 1836 Property Management. And we're talking a little bit about renting your primary residence, which is difficult, short-term rentals and then long-term rentals. Um, And then, I mean, just the the rent in general. I mean, everybody, you know, Austin, it's crazy to think that Austin, Texas is a vacation destination.
1: It it really is, though. Oh, totally. It's crazy.
0: I
2: mean, I can't tell you how many friends of mine from New Jersey that I grew up with have come here for bachelor parties. I yeah. was gonna say Where bachelorette they, I, parties. Great.
1: I heard that well, I this in Nashville's bachelorette.
2: Yeah, parties. the number, yeah, they're number one, number two. My
0: wife's going to one here in like a month. There you go in Nashville. And uh, Nashville is just I mean they're they're doing well. I've got a long term uh, rental gal that uh, that I do some business with. Her name's Amanda, and um, she just picked up three units in Nashville, and nice. it's really interesting because the one that she thought was just gonna explode and do well right downtown, it's just not pulling its weight. And the one that's out just a little bit to where you're looking at a $7 Uber ride, not walking distance, right. is. outperforming itself by three times what she thought it would initially. So she's like, i got to rework my business plan. But, you know, it's always good news. A lot of it's marketing, too. It is. A lot of it's marketing, and I think that's what she's best at. Um, But, uh, yeah, Nashville and Austin, I mean, destinations for – Great cities. Bachelorette parties, no doubt about it. So, uh, guys, this is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. Uh, we got more to come. Uh, That's Matt Leshber, 1836propertymanagement.com. Give Matt a call before you buy. I mean, that's the deal. If you're you're looking at purchasing – An investment property, you got to call the dude before. He'll run some numbers. Um, You know, you got, even if you got a realtor, it doesn't matter. I mean, these guys work with real estate agents uh, just right side by side and uh, can help you guys make uh, the right decision for you and your family. I'm Jason Stubbs. This is Real Estate Radio. Uh, We'll be right back. Cross Country Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
2: NMLS number 3029274124.